Hey there, and thanks for joining us for The Weekly Grind, a podcast where we work out the topics that shape and influence the culture, community, and church of today from a biblical perspective. I'm Ben, here with my pastor and good friend Chip. He is the lead pastor, and I'm the worship pastor at the Napoleon Church of the Nazarene. This is The Weekly Grind. Okay, Happy New Year, Chip. Happy New Year. Can you believe a decade is gone? I was thinking about that the other day. I, I forgot. I, I guess I didn't pay attention that we're in a new decade now. Um, Where were you in 2010? Well, so I don't know if you know that you know this. I'm a big NASCAR fan. And so yes. uh, I was listening to a, uh, a radio show on the way. It just happened to be NASCAR. I didn't know it was on, but I was intrigued then because I'm a NASCAR fan. And they were talking about all the things that were going on in NASCAR in 2010. And it just, man, that seems like a decade ago, <laughs> right? But it doesn't seem like that long ago. Man, I can't believe I'm getting old if, if I can already look back over decades. I can't imagine how you feel. Oh, <laughs> uh, but 2010, at this point, 30 years old, man. 30 years old. A lot has happened in this last decade. Yeah. Uh, for me. And so I was for, 20. So even yeah, crazy. My twenties. Yeah, but for you, uh, yeah, you've had a lot of family growth yeah. in ten years. A lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. It's been a good decade. So I hope it's been a good decade for you as well. Uh, so you know, at the turn of the new year, we're you know, I feel like people are are contemplating how you know what am I going to do different? How am I going to become a better person, of a better version of myself? Right. I mean, these are things that we think about even at the uh, the beginning of our podcast series and all the way back in episode one, we talked about some of the some of the commitments that we wanted to make yep. uh, in 2019. And now here we go. We're in a new year. We're in a new decade. Yep. So how do we how do we make the most of, of who we are? God's created us to be. Yeah, we're very infatuated, maybe is the word we, we, we gravitate toward new. A new beginning, a new chance, mm-hmm. uh, new. We just love to breathe at the idea of new, and yeah, we're looking at yeah, how we love, can I be a better me? We what? love January first. We love that opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, yeah to renew, to restore, to take ourselves back to okay, let's reset mm-hmm. here, and um, which is cool because that's a kingdom principle in and of itself, and what Christ sure. does in our lives, but. Uh, one of the other things that's going on in our culture right now is this, uh, is just the, the Mr. Rogers, the resurrection of Mr. Rogers and, and, and just how interesting of a man he was in, because he was so counter to everything in our society. There's nothing flashy about him. You know, and I think that's what that's that's what really has has drawn so many people to him and back to him. We've got this this new Mister Rogers movie that's out now uh, that Tom Hanks is in, and um, and just people are gravitating towards the life of Mister Rogers. Why? Wow, way beyond twenty ten, right? We're talking the eighties, seventies. That's right. Like Thirty one years, maybe that he did that. I want to say I don't remember. He that's did it amazing. for better part of three decades. So, But it's kind of cap- captivated us when you understand who the guy was. Yeah. And all of a sudden this this resurrection of mm-hmm. his life, right, and, and, and what he was about. Um, and it's kind of spoke to us a little bit about there is something that we need to see in 
how our culture is gravitating toward him, right? Yeah. And like you said, countercultural is one label that you could absolutely put behind his name. In a secular television industry, yeah. here's this, like you said, non-flashy mm-hmm. guy. Down-to-earth, um, boring, but just the depth of this man is so evident. Yeah, that's one thing I, I know that you've been spending some time watching former interviews with him. I have. I love him. Yeah, and things have been really coming out of that. Yeah. Like, wow, this guy who is a man of faith yeah. lived out his faith in such a way that in 2019 and 20, we continue to be captivated by his life. Mm-hmm. I think there's something we need to see because it seems like Evangelical Christianity oftentimes has taken the route of, well, this is what is right, is moral, and we need to get behind that cause, and we need to fight Mm -hmm. against the opposing view, uh, what is wrong. We need to, you know, be uh, active um, activists. We need to shout louder. We need to, and yet I think, yeah, isn't it isn't it so true that so often organizations and people, I mean, even unfortunately, the church in a lot of ways has been branded as what are you you're more about what you're against than what you're for. And Absolutely. I think, but that's that's all over the place, right? Absolutely. And um, I, I got to be honest, man. I, I I get discouraged when I open up my Twitter feed. And I see a lot of my brothers, sisters in Christ, who it seems like they're just getting caught up in this whole food fight yeah. of political stuff. And you should probably know by now we do believe in speaking, but it seems like it, that their whole tone or the people they're aligning themselves mm-hmm. with, they're just they're picking sides. And somebody like Mr. Rogers kind of reminds us that people who live out their faith need to be always focused mm-hmm. on living out their faith. Kingdom, kingdom mindset every and day. I think for us, when you look at his life, one of the things that comes out, remember, is Galatians chapter 5. Yeah, you can't help but see the fruit of the Spirit coming out of this man. And so, yeah, so I, I was drawn to Galatians 5 as well of just this... And and remember, I I think it's a good reminder for us, how do I be a better person? What do I want to see happen in my life? How do I want to make an impact? How do I want to be significant? Uh, There's no better place to go than to understand that the fruit of the Spirit Mm -hmm. creates these dynamics in our life. And I think it's interesting, it doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. So like, I'm not trying to work on nine different things. That's kind of a religion mindset. That's a self-help mm-hmm. kind of... You can go to the bookstore right. and find a lot of self-help. Right. It's all encompassing. The fruit of the Spirit. And all that you and I need in our life is the Holy Spirit. Yes. And that as we interact with Him, as we give ourselves through prayer and communication, allowing Him to speak into our life through His Word, 
as we develop the, the maybe the disciplines of silence and you know listening to him through his word through his spirit uh, that spirit that's in us as mm-hmm. we give way to it he begins to create yeah these fruits Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important because I, I grew up in a mindset where often it seemed to be communicated where you need to work on patience and you need to work on love and you need to work yeah. on long suffering yeah. and you need to work on self-control. Hey, those things need to be developed in my life. I'll be the first to, to admit that. But the way that it's developed is by letting the Holy Spirit in me yeah. work on me, not me pulling up my bootstraps where it's letting him just have more and more uh, control of my life, right? Yeah. Yeah, and let's go back to the life of Christ because at the end of the day, he is who we aspire to become, sure. be like. Sure. Right? We die to ourselves we, we, and we follow after Christ, but we, and so Christ encompassed these things. He is the he perfect lived these things. picture. And... What's crazy about Mr. Rogers is like he's doing what Christ told all of us to do. And right. but that's why it's 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 it can be uh it can be difficult, right? But right. this is a man who is able to to triumph over that. And so that's why we're so so interested in that. But that calling and that ability, because it's the spirit working in us and through us, is in all of us. I would actually say that's exactly right. And I would say that, you know, the activism of so many is going to fade away. And it's not going to make an indelible imprint, a lasting imprint. Somebody like Mr. Rogers, Mm -hmm. who seems to live out the Holy Spirit working in his life, creating, he creates a lasting legacy impact. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I've got to live not as concerned about this over here the act I just need to yeah. I just need the Holy Spirit in my life yeah every day yeah and out of that he will then accomplish what I'm desiring to be a better person to have mm-hmm. more significance to make a lasting impact yeah. yeah all these things that we desire it comes out of the fuel the energy the life of the Holy Spirit in me yeah and then wow man I am more loving than I've ever been. And that's then propelled me to look out for the marginalized, to to uh, yeah. be mindful of those who are hurting, to to give my time and resources and energy to people who need help. Wow, I'm more self-controlled than I've ever been, and in that, mm-hmm. I, I'm a more effective person. Uh, you know, all you go down through all oh, these yeah. things. It comes out of one thing: the Holy Spirit in my life. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm reminded uh, first. First Peter chapter two. Again, the context: uh, these people are living in a very secular society, and this is what Paul told them: "Live such good lives among the pagans, that even though they accuse you of doing wrong, because they thought they were they weren't worshiping Caesar, right? They were, and that and they, they they accused them of doing wrong. But even in them accusing them of doing wrong like that, they knew in their heart the way these people live their lives, they're right." There's something to that. That he says, even though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God. And to me, that's a picture of Mr. Rogers. Yeah. He lived his life in such a way 
Yeah. That the secular society looking on said, wow, that guy, it makes an impact, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the quotes that in his interview that really stood out to me and in the context of it, the shouting match that we live in today and the, the echo chamber of, of activism is uh, um, this, this gentleman was asking him in this interview about, about the show and the things that are most important to him in life and those things. And he said, the things that are center stage are rarely the things that are most important. It's usually what happens in the wings. And let me tell you, the, the, the discipline that this man had in his life and the influence that he had off camera, um, whether it was the, the two hours of quiet time in the morning and just being... Uh, the, the people that he encouraged and the people that he shared Christ with outside of his life, his family, the way that he, he lived his life and poured into his family, those were the things that were most important to him. And, and for us as well is, you know, g- let's, let's, focus on the, let's focus on the things in the wings of, of the integrity, of, of, of being love, of self-control, of, of all these things, because it's, it's in those moments that we're able to uh, make the make the most profound impact over time, right? I mean, I, I could shout out some stuff today and it'll get people's attention, but the way that I live my life day after day after day is something that people will notice. That's right. And, and it's something that can't be ignored. That's right. I think for me, as you start a new year, and again, probably you're considering like I do, what do I want to see happen? What do I need? You know, we're doing all this assessment. It's it's a marking period for us. Yeah. Remember that the greatest thing that can ever happen is what God is going to do in you. Yeah. And so how do I allow that to happen in my life? Well, obviously, I make a a commitment to the, the Holy Spirit being in my life and giving him the right of way. But it also calls me to be very intentional. Am I spending more time on Twitter or social media than I am with the Word of God? Mm-hmm. What's the balance there? Mm-hmm. And I get like it's, you know, you might not pull your Bible out every all throughout the day. It's easier to access Twitter. But if I'm looking at my life and saying, you know what, you know how they have those metrics on your phone? If you looked it up and said, mm-hmm. wow, I spent two hours on Twitter today and I spent zero time listening to the Holy Spirit through prayer yeah. and reading His Word, yeah. you know what's going to happen with your life? You're It'll not going to... Exactly. Yeah. And so for us, again, the fruit of the Spirit, all this comes from the indwelling Holy Spirit. I just need to do all I can to foster that relationship, yeah. to cultivate that, to allow space at yeah. the beginning... Well, and when you when you feed yourself every day rather than feasting every few days on His Word, yeah. it changes it changes the way that you see everything in this world. Yeah. Because when you when you center, whether it's at night before you go to bed, or whether it's in the morning or at lunchtime, um, just that little bit, those drops every single day, I find myself even if it's just a five-minute devotion for the day, mm-hmm. I find myself returning to that and thinking about that. And, right. um, you know, even even today, I was just I was just talking to Justin about, about just one of the things that I'm... Um, Satan was defeated at the cross. Like, that, that has nothing to do with this, but that was just some... That's just today, and I just keep returning back to that and just thanking God for that. That was one of the statements in my devotionals that, man, when he went to the cross... 
um, Satan did everything he could to, to prevent him from, but, but again, like that's, that was just for me for today and tomorrow I'm excited because he's going to show me something else. And, um, when I try to take all these, you know, when I try to just read this in one huge gulp once a week, it, I don't, I don't get what God has for me versus when I can just every day dedicate myself to this praying continually, you know? That's just, that's just, you know, there's, there's different times of the day. I check in with my wife and I connect with her throughout the day. It's the same thing with God. It's, it's just checking back in with him, thanking him for different things in my life. And it's just, it's amazing the way we see the world when, and, and what he does in us with the fruit. Um, when we, when we give ourselves over to him in that. It's kind of like, I, I like to think of it like in it's just even our, our eating habits. Yeah. Can you imagine starving yourself for two days and then binging the third day? How unhealthy that is for Absolutely. all of your organs yeah. and your digestive tract. What do they say? Like they even say eat five little meals throughout the day. I mean, we've kind of bought into the three meals. They say it's even healthier to do five little meals throughout the day. It creates that, yeah. the flow of, of your body digestion and feeding mm-hmm. all of those things. I, I try to tell myself that's like, Spiritually, consistent yeah. feeding on the Word of God mm-hmm. creates a healthy soul. Yep, little just bits. as like consistent eating because you a see the body. cumulative effect of that over time. Absolutely, in in your life when you when you look back one day, um, you're like wow, look and what, what yeah. And what we're trying to say is, if you dig into Mister Rogers' life, mm-hmm. how does this guy, who shouldn't have been mm-hmm. as popular as he was. <laughs> Why? Because there was something unique about him. But as you look in his life, he was constantly preparing his heart, spending those times with the Lord, allowing that to fuel and energize what became then consistent presence, character, integrity mm-hmm. that honestly... Because all we see in his life is the overflow, right? Yeah. We have no idea the moments that he's spent with the Lord in the secret and in the quiet places. But man, the overflow of this man's life because yeah. of just allowing God to speak into him. Yeah. I want that. And we're talking about him well beyond well beyond his, his lifetime. Life and in a way that brings glory to God. Yeah. And that's the kind of way of life I want. And um it, it comes through mm-hmm. focusing on the right thing. Yeah the Holy Spirit in my life. So that's a good challenge for this year. Yeah. I'm it's pretty simple, right? with that. Pretty simple. It's simple and but yet, profound it is. And, 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 uh, and can be difficult. But, but if we would, uh, it's countercultural. So, of course, yeah. it's difficult. Instead of worrying so much about this, 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 this need to happen, I just need to worry about one thing. Mm-hmm. Did I spend time with the Lord today? Mm-hmm. Because as I spend time with the Lord today, tomorrow, the next day, Man, he begins to do incredible he begins to work, work on those. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we hope the, the beginning of this year is uh, a wonderful time for you. Uh, we hope that you just are experiencing God's blessing. But we do want to remind you that the most important thing is allowing your life to be lived in relationship with the Holy Spirit. And if you allow that to be what you can't live without. Mm-hmm. The rest of all that you are hoping to see happen in your life, God is going to do incredible things. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year.